It's time for the Two News Talking Sports Weekly Huddle. Now, let's join the guys as they break down the Aggies, Cougars, and Utes. All right, welcome into another edition of the <laughs> Weekly Huddle. We've got our experts here. We are well represented throughout the state. Riley Jensen, of course, played quarterback at Utah State. That guy, Frank Dolce, played quarterback for the University of Utah. This man ran the ball. Did not play quarterback. Wished he was a quarterback. quarterback. <laughs> Wasn't it you last week that said a lot of people want to play played, quarterback, yeah. but very few people can? That's true. Wow, what a weekend. That's actually true for every person. At, that's true. <laughs> Even on, like, on, have you ever noticed Turkey Bowl? Yeah, yeah, I'm an all-time quarterback. I got it. No one raises their hand and says, I'll be the center. Anyway, man, this was a fun weekend. Um, I'm going to ask you right out. You each get to answer this. What is the one thing that jumped out at you? Pick any team, mm. any element of the, of the team, uh, the game. That really surprised you that you yeah. did not expect. You pull holding your finger. Well, you I want just want to because I want to get this out first because I think everyone yeah. is going to probably say, "Okay, BYU's offensive line was dominant." Yeah. Against Arizona, I I really thought Arizona was going to be better. I thought they were going to show better. I, I still think they're a few steps away, but but credit where credit is due, mm -hmm. BYU played yeah, really well, and I thought the play calling was very good. Yeah, wow, Frank, the youth. Yeah, can I, right can I, go I don't hate hey, you. Let me follow like, up. I'm going to piggyback. I'm going to take a piggyback on this. Offensive line for BYU, also this. You watched across the country, first game of the season. We see this in high school football all the time. Guys cramping, right? Not a single guy went down for I BYU. I that, too. Not a single what, guy. That That's juice? impressive. Yeah, the that juice. is impressive uh, to, to me. And Arizona guys were, were, were dropping like flies. And and that they're playing in the humidity that they've been practicing yeah. in. Wait so a minute, wait to a me, there's no humidity in Arizona. That's that's what heat. It's dry. It's dry. It's a dry. It's a dry desert humidity. It's a dry desert humidity. Don't mess with me. Oh, I grew up on the night. The point is well taken. The yes. point is well taken. Yes. That it, that they were in they better shape than Arizona. Yes. Better shape than maybe anybody in the country. Oh no! Oh no! Here we go again. We got offensive line. We got we got. No, that had to be his most surprising. <laughs> what do you have? No, I mean, there's no question the way that BYU played offensively is the most surprising. Okay. I was really happy with the way Utah State played well, yeah. in Michigan State, at Michigan State. Mm -hmm. And then I thought University of Utah's defense was yeah. absolutely dominant because it's not a terrible Weber State team that they played against. You're going to see Weber State move the football all over in the FCS. They're going to play really, really good football. So I think you can expect good things out of Utah. On the defensive side of the ball, Utah State is much better than I thought they were going to be, and BYU is much better than I but thought they were going to be. But Witt complained they didn't get any takeaways, and that's kind of the defensive side. And they gave the ball How away do you take the times. ball away when you have 17 plays because you went yeah. three and out? You know, I mean, well, I mean well, that Weaver was a tough wasn't like throwing it all over the place. No, I'm just saying they were, they, were, they were conservative. They were purposely trying not to turn the ball over right, so right. they could get out of there in, in, in a respectable yeah, form. Right. I thought... I thought it was a conservative game plan, but that that's not a big deal. That's that's typical of a of a one double A team or an FCS team going into a division one stadium. All right, let's take the other side of this. The most disappointing thing you saw out of any of those three teams this past weekend. Oh, so I'm going to start. Yeah, going to grab this like, one. Let, let me just say this. <laughs> Hang on, Frank. Oh, get yes. out of the way. Let me just say this. You're like my if mom you, when you're about to have a car accident. <laughs> Hold on. If you, Hold on. If you had a stiff arm like that in college, your career. Oh, yeah. He would have played. As if, as if that was going to work, right? He would have played in the arena league. <laughs> okay, go ahead. The thing that the thing that was most that has nothing to do with any of the teams that we're talking about, our local teams, was that Khalil Tate was underwhelming 
to say okay. the least. If that is your Heisman Trophy candidate, then then that's a real problem. He, he took himself completely. He, he got into the race end of last year. He took himself out of the race with that game. I thought that was because of the swarming defense. Regard, I'm, I'm talking. I'm not even talking about on the field because some of that is predicated upon the play calling. But I'm talking about the, the shots that you have him on the sideline, just sitting on the bench by himself. There, there's, there's no. There I didn't saw no leadership there. There was yeah, no question. Yeah. Some power. His body yeah. language. Was, All right. What about relationship to our teams? Right. If, if we're talking about our teams, because I thought Arizona was was very disappointing. But yeah. with with I, I don't know that there was a lot disappointing about any of the teams in the state. Outside of if you're going to be nitpicky, I'd say Utah gave the ball away four times. Right. Four turnovers is just mm-hmm. that, that's way too many. And and nobody, you're never going to win a game against a different different competition if you give the ball away four times. And then the other thing, they were a little they were they were poor on third down conversions this game. They were poor third down conversions a year ago. And and when you get into comp, when you get in conference play, that stuff really starts to matter. So those are those are two things I think Utah needs to clean up a little bit. You got anything? No, I, 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 I think happy? it's been covered. I think I, I okay. think there's not a lot to be disappointed about. I, no. I think it, if there's anything, the there's anything, I'm really excited about the state of football mm-hmm. in the state right. of Utah. Yeah. Well, let's let's here's an interesting thought. Three quarterbacks that all played fairly, they all had their moments. Right now, if you had to pick one, who's the best quarterback of those three in the state? There's no question. Okay. There's no question. Do you have a question? <laughs> it's Mr. Sprague said there's no question. State. Well, I, I, re- answers, I really like, really like, before he answers, like, let's see I really you. like love. But is, do you have a question about who it is? No, I don't. Do you have a question about who it is? No. It's Tyler I, Huntley. I have all kinds of question marks. Okay. I would say it's Tyler Why do you think it's but Tyler Huntley? I would Huntley. say this about Mangover. He's the one that's like, I mean, I mean, what's the deal? Why, why he, is it no question he's the best? I think that he he clearly has kind of surprises the, high, the, the skill set so higher the than, than, than any others. I and I think so. that he showed... I think he showed some, obviously, tremendous athleticism. But when the passing game got going, I thought he showed the ability to throw the ball from the pocket extremely well. I think he's going to continue to get better. I still say that he's unproven at the quarterback position. But out of all the guys in the state, I would start with him first. You don't agree, do you, right? <laughs> well, I'm just, I mean, I'm just looking at it, and I'm going, okay, you played against FCS-level competition. You're turning the ball over. I mean, at least the Wait. other two guys, at least the other two guys are, are playing against big-time defenses. They're, I mean, not big-time defenses, but big-time teams. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they're battling. State and Michigan yeah. better than Arizona right now. We yeah, all have to agree. That. Right. And so both playing on the road. So for me, like, if you're talking about ceiling, to me, really, it was between Love and Huntley. It wasn't. I, I still think that there's a lot that, that lot Mangum has to prove. Mangum, yeah. But but I think I, it was between I, I, those two guys. I really guys. liked what I saw yeah. from Mangum. Because, no, you have to yeah. like what you saw. Ab- but it reminded me a lot of Robert and I's game plan with him. Lots of balls in the flat. Yeah. Lots of balls outside. Lots of balls deep down the sideline where either either he makes a mistake or nobody capitalizes on a mistake. The touchdown to I Bush still, though, yeah. was this was that, that was a that it was is, a but that's perfect an easy situation. Throw. Yeah. Perfect situation. For, for Megan. Perfect situation for Megan because you established the running game early. Right. Offensive yes. line was dominant. You established the running game. Squally with Canada was able to pick up. Are big we talking chunks. about quarterbacks or no, running backs? We're, no, we're, no, we're, 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 we're talking about. Which, He's which, making which, an argument. Which makes it an Mangum. easy pass to Bush. No, but here's the other thing about that. Yeah. I thought Squally Canada played very well against Arizona. Is he going to play that well throughout the rest of the season? And how does that affect? 
affect Mangum going through the rest of the season. I think that he needs too. He no, did. The I think yes. he needs the a, why, a good running game to continue on this. But the, re, but the reason why the answer is yes is not necessarily because I think Squally Canada is unbelievable. I thought the offensive line yeah. was really yes. good, right. yeah. really good. Because and and that kind of goes to what your comment was is that Katoa played well. You know, all of and them played well. Play, I mean, if you talk about the fly sweeps that they ran. A ton they're, of them, by yeah, the way. Yeah, their, their running game was dramatically improved from Here's last what will be year. interesting to me. Here's what will be interesting to me. If everything is predicated on play-action passing for Tanner Mangum, which it was yeah. on Saturday night, they're going to be just fine if they run the ball well. But right. is there if a game? Stop, is yeah, there a okay. game where the, the run gets stopped and you can no longer do play <laughs> action? Wait, is it going to be that good? Yeah. Well, don't forget. Yeah, yeah you got yeah, the you got Cal. Points. There's yeah. a bunch of good teams. Well, uh, Washington's up. pretty good. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not, not bad. Yeah. Uh, okay, Squally Canada, Zach Moss. Zach Moss. Brightest uh, future yeah. this year. Moss. Not even a question. Canada didn't. You just go, whoa. This. No, but you got to be pleased with the way Squally Canada's playing. Again, you can be pleased with the way that, that Squally Canada played. But two if different levels. Yeah, if you're looking at, okay. at th- yeah. there, there's a Pac-12 running back in a program like the University of Utah that it just spits out these guys that can run the ball, right, versus Squally Canada, who we saw last year was, un, you know, underwhelming. Very much And so. this, this last game ran very well, but his offensive line, give credit to those guys up front. Mm-hmm. Man, Grimes so has, doing, has done a fantastic job. Are you disappointed that uh, Bo Hodge didn't get any? No, because I like Katoa. Okay, I, you, just, know, just you know, we, oh, we watched Kato in America. We talked Before, about him last kid, week. That kid we is talked fantastic. about him last week. Yes. Not only did he run the ball well, but he caught the ball well. Yes. That yeah. pass out of the backfield <laughs> was not an easy throw. And he caught on the goal line and got and got drilled. I mean, yeah. that was a really good catch. Yeah. Okay. Let's start looking ahead because there's some fun stuff coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with the Aggies because you got a rematch, New Mexico State. We all know what happened a year ago. What do you guys think? I don't think. I, now, let me ask did you. Did you watch New Mexico State play a couple yeah, weeks? Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It was horrible. But sometimes a team just gets hyped up for that. Not only an opener, but you know that. Yeah, I know they go across country and they just they lay it all out against Michigan State. And then you never know what's going to happen in game two. Any concern at all with that Aggie team as they go into this next one? Not this year. Not with 18 returning starters. Not with a really, really good performance at Michigan State. Not with Love actually playing better football. I still think, though, if you're looking at Love, he had two interceptions and he had no touchdowns. Like, he still needs to get better on his touchdown-to-interception ratio. And I think you'll see him correct that this week against New Mexico State. Two interceptions, State. no These touchdowns, and they're within a score. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is... Right, which, I mean, look, you're talking about Michigan State. You're talking about Michigan State, so I know you're going to turn the ball over. I'd like to see him be able to attack the end zone a little bit better inside the red zone. I don't think there's any letdown against New Mexico State. I think they go in there and they get a a nice win, no doubt. I would agree with that. I I love the way. Mexico State's not what they were last year. And I like the way Utah State plays on on the road against Big Ten teams or, you know, know, when they go into these games. I I love it, though, but I feel like you're – I'd love to see them win one. Yeah, I don't mean mean this with disrespect, but I feel like you guys are patting me on the head like, hey, it was a nice little – I'm so tired of the Wisconsin games of Michigan State. That win. Like, those are three games that they had. Like, win the game. Win the game. Yeah. You guys you play really to hard, win though. the game. Yeah. I'm tired of good almost yeah. good well almost at yeah. Auburn, almost everywhere I go. Remember when I'm Utah almost State a good team. I'm up. almost good uh, enough. Remember when Utah State almost beat Michigan State? That was so cute. See, that was kind of, yeah, so see? Amazing. It's a nice little program you got up there, Riley. I forgot about I the cute, that. The cute Auburn loss. All right. I love the way you play, Riley. I love your game. You lose when you play against me, but I love your game. All right, let's talk about BYU's Pac-12 schedule, which is pretty hefty It's what it is. It is what it is. 
it is. You got uh, Cal, Cal got coming in now. I mean, they looked all right yeah. in their first game. What, what do we think about that one? What are you liking about that one? About what Cal, was your, and Cal coming in to take on BYU in Lavelle Edwards yeah. Stadium, by the way. I, I thought that Arizona would give BYU more trouble. Uh, and I called, I thought Cal and, and BYU would be even, but mm-hmm. based on the way that BYU played up front against Arizona, I, I think I may, that may shift, especially down in Provo. So I rarely they're, do this. They're favored. I rarely do this. And I may, I still may not do it Cal's today. Cal's favorite or BYU? But I'm BYU? leaning toward, yeah. I'm it leaning toward be. BYU coming out on top of this one. Anything where I'll, you, Lemon? No, no, I mean, that would make them you two know where I'm going to go with this. I like BYU. I think that's the most impressive I've seen them play in, a, in an opener. And granted, Bronco was notorious for having slow starting teams, right? Even when he had nine, ten wins in the season. But that that's as good as I've seen a team play from BYU in the first game of the season. A Can long we agree time. that that was just a different energy? Oh yeah, all the way around. I mean, yeah. I, I mean the BYU game, offensively, defensively, special teams, like. They they were they were there to send a statement. Yeah. There was a different feel, both as the way the guys were treating each other, the way they were playing for each other. I just Pretty I like the team this year. Culture change yeah. in the offseason. I think Coach Sataki got a hold of that in the offseason. I like the balance between Sataki and Grimes too. Because yeah. Grimes is a no emotion guy. You wouldn't know if they yeah. won or lost. And Sataki's running yeah. around jumping. I'm just a big fan <laughs> of the like offensive staff mustaches. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, do, we, how about do, that? do no. we not notice? Yeah, yeah. Like, no. They don't need a beard card, but no. they got the mustache. No. I love Aaron Rodgers. You've got to keep the mustache above the lip line. You know, if no your way. mustache goes below the lip line, that's a violation. Ooh, the I think Grimes was, the was a little bit of a violation. Grimes was a little bit of a violation. the back is touching the collar, violation. These are all violations. You need to know the rules. You essentially would be violated. Right. Oh, I'm, this is a complete violation, but I have a I have a, a doctor's card, so I'm good. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, it's called a beard card. Yeah. All right. Uh, University of Utah. This is kind of interesting. <laughs> Heading to, did you guys hear? I want to play a soundbite from you, uh, Coach Whittingham. He was asked after the win Thursday about mm-hmm. going to Northern Illinois because it seems like kind of an odd game for a Pac-12 team to be playing on. Here's what Coach Witt had to say about that. Uh, Northern Illinois, it's probably not of recruiting value to you to play in Chicago, but uh, so what is the value? Don't ask me. I don't know. I didn't schedule that. I don't know. I just play. They they show me who we play, and I say, okay, here we go. Wow. I mean, he he ran away from that. Well, that's obviously he didn't schedule. He didn't mention Chris Hill, but, you know, he – I didn't schedule yeah. it, but we'll go I don't play think it. There, there there What's your reaction to that? that scheduled the games. <laughs> no, but they but, usually get consulted. Right. <laughs> would you rather have seen him play Utah State? Yes. Uh, of course I would. Yes. Why wouldn't I? Of course I would love to see them play Utah State. Don't, They're don't going to Northern the Illinois. Of Utah has to kind of spread its wings a little bit. How many games are we going to play in the state? I mean, yeah, but Northern Illinois. Yeah, well, yeah there's oh, decent, decent recruiting. Yeah, Southern Utah. Area. Southern Utah. Southern Utah this, again, pat me offended. on the forehead. Pat me on the forehead. I only have so many games a year. Hey, so I would, to go I would love Logan. to play. I, I think the University of Utah should play BYU and Utah State every single year. And until the Pac-12 changes their nine-conference game rule, you're going to have to watch how you schedule those games. Well, maybe the NCAA needs to up the games to 14. 16. Or 16. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever the case. Anyway, well, then they'll uh, really have to pay the players. Yeah. Anyway, that, I think you guys, I think you guys have a nice little team up there in the University of Utah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to play them every year. Anybody have any concerns at all about the youth as they go to Northern Illinois? No. We saw what happened to them last week. No. They're not. Yeah. They're not. Absolutely nothing there. Nope. Okay. I'd like to see this them isn't play the Orange Bowl, Northern Illinois competition. Team. 
so that we can really see what that defense does. I mean, the defense is fun to watch. That's yeah, but that's not. Yeah. But that's not what Power Five teams do. They play a bunch of cupcakes in the yeah. preseason, and then they get to their season. BYU is trying to be P five, but they do it the opposite yeah. of a P five team. They right. play all, everything right. tough yeah. up front. Not the right way to do Part it. It's kind of hard work. It's yeah. hard work. Yeah, it it's hard work. Yeah. All right, let's get our picks before we. Uh, and you're gonna have to give me some scores because it's not. Ju- it's what? not fair to just say what? the Aggies are gonna beat the Aggies. Give me some numbers. I don't. I know. You can't. We never do. Okay, everyone likes the Aggies to beat the Aggies. Absolutely. Yes. 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 Utah State. Absolutely. Okay, how about BYU hosting Cal? Yes, BYU, I think, wins by three touchdowns against Cal. Three touchdowns. Wait, they I should have won about three by oh. three touchdowns three against Look, we're Arizona. Going, I'll go with look, BYU. I'm going to go with three, BYU, but, but I'm not going three touchdowns. No, that's no, you're going three Lama. touchdowns. You're going three Lama. touchdowns. Listen, three touchdowns. Your I get your I get your R and R card your if it's less than three touchdowns. Ooh, and you, yeah. BYU, yeah, BYU, put by seven. On the line now. Did you pick BYU? No, by three points. By three points. And finally, well, Utah. You did. I know. He picked BYU. Did you struggle at all? Is Northern Illinois? Happened. Or did they just go? Yeah, because wrong? because the hotels there in Northern Illinois are bad. The, the pillows are bad. The, the beds pillows? are bad. So they're going to struggle for just a little bit, and then they're going to blow them out. Wait till they get to wait till they get to Laramie. It's always the hotels, so man. It's, it's never unanimous. it's never the stadium. Yeah. Boys, thank you so much. Another terrific edition of the weekly huddle. Riley, Frank, and Palema. See you next time. Yeah.